Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Game on! Game on! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the NHL and NHLPA have an agreement, and will Chara sign with the Bees now that there will be a season? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the NHL and NHL Players Association reached, reached an agreement yesterday to play a 56-game regular season schedule starting on July 13th. Now, the season is going to end on May 8th, and the Stanley Cup Finals will include 16 teams in a best-of-seven it's going to be a four-round four, uh, four format, and the Stanley Cup playoffs will conclude around mid-July. So we got some really good news. I'm all excited about this. I couldn't wait. I was kind of saying to myself, "Geez, I wonder if they're actually going to get, you know, going to get this season started, or, you know, are they going to hit their their target date of January 13th?" Well, apparently, it looks like everything is a go. Camps should be starting up um, sometime after Christmas, so that looks that looks promising. So I'm excited. I know a lot of hockey fans out there are are really excited to, you know, know that there's going to be hockey being played. You know, we still don't know about you know protocols as far as uh, COVID testing or anything else, but at least now we know that there's going to be a season. Now, other important dates to um, to think about here. Now, since the season is starting a little late, the trade deadline has been moved up to, from its uh, traditional uh, end of February to uh, till April 12th is the trade deadline. The expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken will be July 21st. The NHL draft is going to be July 23rd and 24th. And free agency is going to begin on July 28th. So those are other important dates that you you might want to be aware of, especially, you know, the two important things I think are going to be the um, are going to be the trade deadline on April twelfth, because there's a lot of players who did sign one year deals with clubs over um, when f- free agency started back in October. So who knows? Those players who are on one year deals could possibly get traded at the trade deadline. So you really don't know. You really can't foresee what's going on in the future. But, you know, you know, the free agencies, you know, guys who signed that with those one year deals, you know, could get traded. 
So the other thing to think about is the, you know, everybody's excited about the NHL um, expansion draft. That's going to be on July 21st. So, who you know, that's, that's going to be a fun one to see who the Seattle Kraken actually, you know, see the see their roster put together on and see their roster put together um on that day. Now, now that the season started, we do have some changes though. There are going to be some changes, you know, there's going to be, you know, it's a 56 game schedule instead of an 82. So, this is what we got going now. We have new divisions. Now, because the border is closed, all right, the Canadian border, Canadian US border is closed. We are going to have an all-Canada division. All seven Canadian teams are going to be all in one division, and it's going to be called the North Division. All right, so you're going to have Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, and Winnipeg. So basically, they're all going to play each other. Almost, if you can think about this, this is almost like having an original sixth um, league, you know, going back to the early days of the NHL. So I think that's going to be really awesome. To see those teams, you know, play, you know, see those teams play each other a lot more than they than they're used to. Now we go into the Western Division. You got Anaheim, you got Arizona, you got Colorado, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. Now we also have the Central, which is Carolina, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit. Florida, Nashville, and Tampa. Now, those two divisions, some of those teams, I don't know what they were thinking, but I would either would have swapped out Dallas in the Central for either Minnesota or St. Louis because it doesn't really make sense that a team like St. Louis or or even Minnesota are going to have to f- keep flying out to the West Coast. So it's going to be interesting to see what the what the travel schedule is for those two teams. You know, Carolina in the Central really doesn't make any sense. But then again, if you look at the East, you have Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, the Islanders, the Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. So basically, the East is all North Northeast teams, if you think about it. You know, you have Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, um, the Islanders and the Rangers, Philly, and what. So basically, that's like a Northeast that's like a Northeast division. But I look at the Central and I say to myself, geez, um, Tampa Tampa and um, Carolina and Florida, well, you had to put them somewhere. Why not put them in the Central Central division? So, you know, it makes sense, but we're just going to have to, you know, see what happens because we still don't know if any of those Canadian teams are going to be able to play north of the border. Now, as of the recording of this podcast, there has been some talk about the Canadian government not letting these teams play in Canada, which would probably move some of these guys south of the border. Now, over the base during the baseball season, the Toronto Blue Jays moved over the border to Buffalo. All right, uh, the Toronto FC, the soccer team, moved to East Hartford, Connecticut. So there that's that's a possible that's that's where we're heading here. And if you think about it and the Toronto Raptors, Toronto Raptors 
are going to be playing are going to be sharing the uh, arena with the Tampa Bay Lightning down in Tampa. So you think about it. If let's just say the Canadian government says nope, you can't. Canadian team, we're we're shutting Canada down. You guys got to move to, you know, you guys got to move south of the border. Well, then you got to think about where these teams are, where these teams could possibly play. I mean, you know, I brought up Hartford before, you know, with um, Toronto, the the soccer team, Toronto FC, or eight, yeah, FC, whatever. Um, you know, I brought them up and said that they moved to Hartford. Well, you know what? There, there could be a good possibility that maybe Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto could wind up playing games in Hartford. But there's there's one other other little side thing here is that the A we don't know, you know, what's gonna happen with the AHL. I mean, yes, they are supposed to start their season the beginning of February, but you know, we really haven't heard much about what's going on with, with the AHL. So Basically, we'll, we'll we won't even we won't even include Hartford right now, but you know other other markets that would welcome Mon- Montreal, Ottawa, or Toronto would be, you know, Portland. I believe Portland, Maine isn't going to have hockey this year because I think their ECHL team uh, bailed on the season. You have um, Manchester, New Hampshire. Now Manchester, New Hampshire had AHL. It had East. ECHL hockey, they don't have any hockey playing in their building, so that's a that's a possibility. I mean, we're talking no fans, so I don't think it would make a difference on how big the arena is. Uh, the other option would be uh, Albany, Albany, New York, would be another another possibility because they don't have they don't have a hockey fran- they don't have a a hockey franchise, and you know there's a couple other places in the Northeast that I believe aren't going to have hockey this year due to, you know, a lot of teams in the ECHL bailed. You know, they they sort of said, hey, we're not we're not going to lose we're not going to take a risk at losing money or anything. So we're just not going to participate in the season. So who knows? Maybe I I believe Worcester, you can stick Worcester in there, which would make which would make it really cool to have the Montreal Canadiens playing in the same state as the Boston Bruins. To me, that would be that would be crazy. Especially if Massachusetts decided to open up, you know, half arenas to half capacity. But, you know, we still don't know, you know, what's going to happen with that situation in Canada. All right. I mean, other possibilities are that, you know, maybe, you know, can Calgary moves to Portland, Portland, or maybe, maybe Vancouver goes to Portland, Oregon. You know, maybe, you know, Edmonton goes to play where they're, um, goes to share an arena in Bakersfield with their team. So who knows? We don't know what's going on up in Canada. But as of right now, we have a North division with all seven Canadian teams, which is kind of awesome. Can't wait to see what's going to happen with that division. Now, I don't know how the playoffs are going to, are going to be set. Maybe the North and West, the North division and the Western division, or in the West division, are two separate, two separate. They're they're one conference, and the central and the east are another. So, you could possibly have a Boston, Montreal, or Boston, Toronto Stanley Cup final, and I think that would be awesome to see the Stanley Cup finals being played in 
in Boston against the Montreal Canadiens. So that would be cool. But you do have a little bit of an issue when it comes to the playoffs. If the border still shut down, okay, if the border is still shut down, how are, how are teams like Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Vancouver, Winnipeg, how are they going to participate in this, you know, how are they going to participate in the playoffs? So it's it. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, it's still early on. They just had the. They just reached the, the agreement yesterday. So who knows what's going to happen? But we do know that there is going to be hockey, and it's going to start January thirteenth. So that's the important thing. Other than you know the the Stanley Cup playoffs and everything else, we don't know any details about that. We probably won't know the details about that until we hit maybe the end of March, maybe maybe April, because, you know, they still have a lot to work out. They still have, you know, medical protocols to work out, testing. Um, and I know a lot of you out there are saying that they should have canceled. They should have just canceled the season to start in October because there's going to be negative. Te- there's going to be positive tests. All right. We went through this back with the with the bubble. OK, everybody was saying Let's cancel the season. Guys are going to test positive and everything else. And guess what, people? They didn't test. There was tests coming back, and they, nobody tested positive throughout that whole bubble situation. So do I expect to see some players test positive? Yeah, I do. I mean, the NBA, I mean, it's happened. It's happened in Major League Baseball. It happened in the NFL, and it's happened in college. So it's going to happen. You know, just there there we just got lucky with with those sports because nobody was really seriously ill or in the hospital. So they were probably just mild cases. I mean, maybe because these guys are athletes and they're they're in pretty good shape. So, but I'm not a doctor, so who knows. But you know, it could happen. You know, you're probably going to get a positive test out of a team every once in a while, because these guys do still need to leave to to um, live their lives. So, you know, we are going to have those positive tests. You know, our games going to get canceled. I guess maybe some games will be postponed, but you know, that's the way things are right now. So. Now, the NHL and the NHLPA do have an agreement. Players have the option to opt out of the upcoming season if a player or immediate family members are considered high risk. All right. I know I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be, I know I've been talking about this a whole lot ever since, you know, the bubble. Bruins were in the bubble, but what happens with Tuca? All right, we're all we're, we're all going to be sitting there now that this, you know, players can opt out. We're all wondering if Tuka's going to opt out of the final year. I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it, it is his final year. Will he take the year off just for this? But, you know, a lot of fans who don't like him are probably hoping that he does. Now, here's the problem if he does. If he does, you're left with Halak and Vladar as your goaltenders. I mean, Vladar, um, Halak is a great goaltender. 
has proved is a proven to be a number one goalie. He played well in the pre in the uh, in the bubble, but I think I I would be more confident if Tuca if Tuca said you know what I'm I'm staying you know I'm not gonna opt out I'm not gonna do anything, and here's the other thing, he's gonna be playing he's still gonna be home he's not gonna be sitting in a bubble somewhere in Toronto, he's actually gonna be home. And it's going to be just like a regular normal season. So I don't expect him to take any time off from this. As a matter of fact, I don't think any players will take will take any any you know will 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 opt out. I don't you know maybe maybe a few that have like you know have family members that are high risk. So who knows? But. I think Tuca. I don't think Tuca will take time off this time because he's not trapped in a bubble. So he'll play out his final year, and Halak will play out his final year, and then next year we'll see what happens. Maybe a two new goaltending, a new goaltending tandem will be with the Bruins next year, but we'll find out about all that come July 28th when free agency starts. Now speaking of free agents. We, I don't know if he's, I mean, he's still in town. He's still in town. So Chara, I don't know what, what's going to happen with him. You know, there have been, you know, he has been talking to other teams, but he's still sitting in Boston right now because like I said a couple episodes ago, he was in Boston delivering some pies like he usually does on Thanksgiving. So he's still in the Boston area. So maybe... There's a good chance that Chara will sign with the Bees. All right. There's also a good chance he'll go sign somewhere else. Maybe he goes back to the to the team that that originally drafted him, the New York Islanders. Maybe he goes to Ottawa, back to Ottawa. So who knows what what's going to happen with Chara? But I have a feeling since he's already here and he's still here, he didn't go back home to um, Slovakia. He stayed in Boston. My guess is that. He's gonna he's gonna basically sign a one year deal with the bees at the league minimum. So, you know, that's that's a good thing. You know, are people fans gonna be happy about it? Some will, some won't, but if it's a if you can sign him to a one year deal and it's a cheap one year deal, I say go for it. You know, the thing is though, I still have the issue with the captaincy. If he's only gonna sign on for one year, why not give Bergeron the C right now. All right. Just give it to him because he's running out of time too. So, you know, in a few years, he's going to go, he's going to leave, you know, or retire. And where's that going to leave, you know, the bees, you know, you know, they, they had Chara with the C and now they can, they can give the C to, to Bergeron and let him be the captain for at least the next couple of years until he retires. And, you know, we got young kids coming up. Of course, there's going to be some young young kids coming in from Providence. I'm really looking forward to seeing those kids come in and seeing what they can do. There's a couple of them playing over in Providence right now and are playing, I should say, not Providence. They are over playing in Europe. So they're getting so they're going to be game ready by the time the season starts. So that's about it. That's what we have going on right now. So January 13th. Get your beer and popcorn ready because the NHL is back. And hopefully the Bruins will um, 
will have a pretty successful season this this upcoming year. You know, like they did last year. They were on a roll, okay? Until the center, I think, I honestly think that this whole COVID thing from April till from, or from March, from March until about July really screwed them up. They probably would have won the cup last year if it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the stoppage. I mean, they were on a roll. Best, best record in the league. I mean, they won the president's trophy. Um, Pasta was on his way to scoring 50 goals. So who knows what's going to happen in a shortened season. I mean, you can have a team come out of the... You can actually have a team come out of the box, you know, come out of the start of the season like crazy, you know, like crazy, and possibly be a contender this year. I mean, how often has a team like like the Islanders... Well, we'll say the Islanders... They've started off the season really they started off last season really well. They were a top team in the conference and then around mid-season they started getting injuries and basically they fell apart but you know thanks to the stoppage the team was able to, you know, heal some players and they came back and they had a really good run uh in the bubble. So it's going to be interesting. I mean even Buff a team like Buffalo could even step up. A team like a young team like the Rangers could easily you know, have a have an awesome season in a shortened season. So this shortened seasons, you know, you know, don't knock this a fifty six game regular season. I mean, it is a season, but it's fifty six games, right? And who knows what can happen in those fifty six games? I mean, a team like a team, a really bad team like like Ottawa or L.A. or even the Devils can actually make a pretty decent run at the playoffs in a shortened season. So I spoke a little bit about talked um I mentioned the Rangers there a little bit and I just want to say that um I know he's been a target of mine for a long time but I really feel bad for Hendrick Lundqvist right now. Signing on with a new team and announcing that he was going to be taking the season off due to um a heart condition. So you know, it it's really bad when you see a guy have to, you know, who's had a stellar career with one team and then go to a, you know, he, he was going to have a fresh start as a backup and and I've always said this about him. He wasn't going to win a Stanley Cup with the Rangers. He never was, okay? Cuz I don't know about him. I mean, he was really good and the guys in front of him just plain sucked. But I felt really happy for him. To move on to an actual contender, he gets to play with uh, Ovechkin, you know, and and you know he had a chance. He actually had a legitimate chance at getting a Stanley Cup this year, but unfortunately, with his heart condition, he had to step aside. Hopefully, he'll hopefully he'll um, come back next season. You know, he does. You know, maybe maybe he'll come come back next year, and maybe he'll back up he'll back up in Boston. We don't know. You know, maybe it could be. If Tuka Rask resigns, maybe it'll be Lundqvist and 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 um, Lundqvist uh, between the as a tandem next year. So, but it's it was really sad day. I mean, you know, to see a player you know who's who's been spent a lot you know spent a lot of seasons in the NHL just to you know say hey listen I got to take some time off because I have a heart condition so. You know, my heart goes out to the guy. I know he's been a butt of my jokes every for a long time, ever since he came into the league. But, you know, you really feel bad for a guy like that. So, um, 
If you have a question for me, you can tweet me at HockeyNASCAR413 or go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you, interesting, are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.